Magic, the addiction. It's not just a game anymore. This is Road Warrior Otwell. This is Road Warrior Otwell. Welcome to another edition of My Opinions. Do, 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 do. Oh, anyways. Yeah, so, it's getting to be the end of the year. I'm just thinking about things in review. I find it cool that Flores recently chose my deck from States as being the most influential deck of October. Uh, primarily because, well, the Manicone deck is now proven that it's in fact a commodity to be dealt with from now on out. Tearing up the block constructed, tearing up standard. It's one of the four tier one decks from MTGO now for standard. The other three being Dragonstorm, Rock slash Doran, and Blue Black Fairies. Pretty much you have to play one of those four decks in the eight man if you want to make any tickets at all for standard. That means Red Green Jarganon slash Goblins. Those are out the door. Not, they're not good enough to make the cut anymore. It means a lot of Blink decks are pretty much now dead as far as our type because they aren't able to deal with or or handle what comes out of the Black Blue Fairies and or the Dragonstorm deck. And now for a little impromptu poetry by Otwell. Twas the week before Christmas. And worlds just ended without doubt. Some of the finest magic to be seen from every country without doubt. T'was the holiday season, and the magic decks were dropping. From worlds, that is, with astonishing following. Dragonstorm on the left, Rock on the right. Amazing in popularity, their numbers, without a doubt, they were shining. Amazing they beheld. People thought they were good. What people didn't understand was just how the Planeswalkers stood. At Worlds, they were all proven. They were as good as they came. One deck had tempo, the other had velocity. One declared board advantage, and yet it was not all that impressive, if not that exciting. Or what happened to combo? Velocity is combo to some extent, you know. Velocity fell to that which was Dragonstorm. The whole point of it being was to build up one big storm. Dropping like lightning, it thundered every turn. Until that one time where, until that one big bam. Velocity, you say, you don't understand? What velocity means is the big bam. Velocity is all about all doing things and generating mana, manipulating turns, many, many spells all in the same turn, doing lots of things in the very same turn. But the deck declared board advantage. It was black-blue. It was a Moldrifter deck. In fact, Mannequin, too. Shriek Maul at the ready, profane for the backup. It came and destroyed things as fast as they got up and knocked it over. It put everything flat. Kind of an odd twist on magic. Not something you see all that often, in fact. Yet the board vintage alone wasn't quite good enough. Lacking permission, velocity is, is tough. Now, tipple it is, as Dorn would say, you get me down early and a beats I shall do all day. He rides his big sleigh of five-power damage as early as turn two. Not many other decks can manage. But Temple, they say, can it be all that good? Temple can take gout board advantage, but Velocity, are you sure? Board advantage can beat Temple. Actually, it's quite absurd. It's not really rock, paper, scissors like we've all heard. More like strategic. In fact, there's very little random chance to decide that fact. Temple beats everything, but then it loses to anything. Board advantage destroys everything in the awakening. However, velocity, sometimes the targets are pure. All it has to do is resolve enough spells to ensure the victory to come, whether you like it or not. But in the end, the world championships went down. 
It was Temple that took the advantage. In fact, the Israeli, Uri Pelig, he had that, that idea that if I can beat you on time, that if I came out faster, I can beat you with the advantage as long as I go first. Chapin fought well. In fact, he fought brilliant. But in the end, velocity, in the end, his velocity just wasn't up to stir. He tried lots of things. He did cast lots of spells. For whatever reason, he got trumped at every turn. And in the end, we have a new world champion. His name is Uri, a fine champion indeed. He is an Israeli. The spells, how they were cast. Oh, the cards, how they were drew. Things were flying everywhere. Even Bueller knew. In fact, BDM, standing by his side, announced the play-by-play, ever so sure, that in the end, the champion was pure. Oh, how they fought. How their battle was legendary. In fact, some of the greatest games came this year. Oh, how they fought. Oh, how they flew. The spells were bouncing. The cardboard was, too. The life was rattling, for a steam engine had hit. When Velocity brought its tricks, Dragonstorm was there. It was the gorilla in the room. Few people were prepared for what might happen soon. The following is a Christmas poem that I found on Gleemax, written by Mirbin, that I thought would be appropriate to add. Well, there's a here, too. Titled, The Magic of Christmas by Mirbin. M-I-R-E-B-E-N. The weeks before Christmas can really unnerve you. So many odds and ends there are left to do. First, to buy the presents. Haste to the high market. But take careful consideration. Nobody you should forget. In your frantic search, your mind works feverish. To find each loved one, what could be their burning wish? In winter's chill, you queue for hours in front of them all. You chill to the bone by the time you get into the hall. Inside it's a reign of chaos. The crowd is mind-boggling. Today is the last chance to finish the Christmas shopping. You better just hit and run with the loot, lest the angry mob should trample you underfoot. The tree is one other thing that makes you douse and gloom. It will never stand firm. You let go and boom. In its broken fall, decorations will rip apart, and in your living room, a needle storm will start. Alluring scents float in the kitchen. But wait, what's that smoke curling in the oven? Your dark suspicions are confirmed. The feast of flesh is badly burned. No wonder all those stress will cause you burnout. But stop that, that's not what Christmas is about. In festival season, the main thing to find is your tranquility, your own peace of mind. Allow everything to come to a standstill. Have joyous respite. Away from the treadmill, enjoy a moment's peace so hard-earned and fought. Sipping your blessed wine, let yourself be lost in thought. When the holy day comes on cold winter's night, keep watch over the tranquil garden bathing in starlight. Stand by the fireplace with its happy, cackling flames. Through the window, watch the snow fall from the winter sky in flakes. In this moment of silence, in the warmth of your home, In your soul, the song of serenity will sound its lovely tone. In quiet speculation, look both forward and back. Dwell on the past and rethink what lies ahead. This is the time for people to be drawn together and try to love each other a little bit better. Even the forgotten ancients seem to be so near. Faces of the past you feel as if they were here. The year end is time for remembrance, but a time for hatching plans too to meditate on the greater good for all those who belong to you. In your private circle, there are no room for hate. Only if you stand together can you withstand their shared fate.
The blessings of shared love is what makes things pure and simple, what gives inner calm, outer strength, to look with renewed faith into the future. So as you slip away into the field of dreams tonight, there is only one train of thought that you should keep in mind. Even if daily life seems so many times hard, just never lose hope since things may turn out right. If you are bound and determined, you have no fear to preserve the Christmas spirit all around the year. That was a nice magical Christmas poem by uh, Mirbin from the Gleamax form. I thought it would be cute to let everyone hear. For everyone from MTG Cast Network, I would like to offer and give you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And may your next year be more plentiful than this past year was.